You want basketball? We got you. What about plays on the turf? We got you covered. Or maybe even a knock right out of the park. We give you our takes on the latest sports news, music, and anything trending around the world. You are now in the clutch with Nia and Malik. What is going on, guys? We back. We bite. Episode yep. 28. 28. We'll be naming this one. The War yep. Done episode. Ooh. Yep. Yep. Wasn't yep. a lot to pick from. Because we had already used AP. Yep. Right. For 26. Yep. Right. But, um, yep. We really should use AP this one, but I really yep. couldn't think of anybody that had that yep. War 26. So right. This okay. We just had to War Done's cool. Flow, Falcons legend. Yep. Falcons legend for sure. Nia, what's going on? Nothing. You know, it's springtime. It's warming up. Mm. The streets is opening up. Vaccines is backed up. Backed up. Everybody <laughs> getting backed up. I don't know, Malik. I, I'm praying that we have a summer like summer 16. Can we get one of those? I feel like we deserve it. We do, but summer 16 was so epic. I don't know if you can kind of. Okay. You well, can't. You can't get, recreate it. Can you get close to it, though? But the same feels that, that summer 16 gave you. So we're going to need the same same music. <laughs> We but even better, you know, yeah, Drake true, is dropping. True. I mean, everybody's dropping uh, this summer. Drake is dropping. I think he's dropping. Man, look, Drake was supposed to drop last year. He wants to make sure that this album's good, though. Don't y'all care about artists caring about y'all and, I'm sorry, us as an audience and making sure that everything sounds good? Y'all don't care about that? At least he oh. takes that into consideration because then if Drake was to be quick to just drop something, y'all be like, oh, Drake is trash now. Drake is just dropping trash. So it's like, dang. He cares about his art. He gave us some throwaway songs. He he gave us a freaking EP to hold us. He gave us actually yeah to hold us off. He he gave us a throwaway. What is that? A throwaway mixtape, Dark Lane demo tape. Yeah, yeah. Features. He's still doing features, and then he just gave us scary hours too. I mean, gosh. But he said no. He said that it was dropping in January. Well, you know what? That's on him. That I'll, is on him. You, that is, and I'm gonna keep him. I'm gonna hold him accountable. But then he tore his ACL. He had to recover. He tore his ACL for real? Yeah, he literally tore his ACL. When did he tear his ACL? Mm, like December ish. Playing basketball? I don't know, but obviously Can't say he was he fell doing off the stage because <laughs> ain't no performances. Yeah. So, wow, dang! Mm-hmm. I did not know that man tore his ACL. Yeah, you didn't see the whole like everybody clowning him on Twitter because he tore his ACL and they're like, "Bro, you can't drop an album." And I think somebody. Something happened to somebody. I don't know if somebody got shot or something like that, and they dropped some music, and they was like, Drake has no excuse. It was something of that sort, but that's how I figured out he tore his ACL. Malik Brown, how are you? I hate spring. I hate spring, y'all. Sorry for the people who have uh, No, don't even do it like that. It's it's a problem, y'all, and it's really bad. It's really bad. I walk outside. I start sneezing. Well, I go back in the house. I start sneezing. Well, you knew what season no, was coming, though. Bruh, it's it's bad this year, though. For spring just started. What Monday? No. Why am I two weeks ago? Yo, I had an episode last yesterday. I swear on everything. I was sneezing nonstop for at least three minutes. Oh my god! I was losing my mind. Can't relate. Y'all be easy though. <laughs> See, man, you know. <laughs> Can't relate. Y'all be easy though. I don't like that. Should have been born in the spring. You would have been immune to it. 
You would have been immune to it. Hey, my birthday is next Friday, by the way, guys. Yes, sir. Spring babies, Aries season. Aries. <laughs> All right, let's Man. get into it because we got a lot to talk about. Let's go, y'all. Clutch, Clutch up update. Yep. All right, guys, we are yep. back with Clutch Update. Yep. We bite. And it yep. is no better way to start yep. than March Madness. Yep. March Madness. Yep. And I'm going to be honest with you. I really yep. haven't seen any. Yep. I'm going to be I have not seen a thing. Yep. I've barely watched any games. But yep. I see the upsets. I see everything yep. going on. I just, I ain't been tapped in like that. Yeah, I, I mean, haven't. it's Pac-12 takeover for the men's side, um, in my opinion. Uh, yo, I mean, like, this is the first tournament without... Duke, Kentucky, or UNC. That's, that's weird. I mean, the era was gonna have to end one day. Yeah, the way in the way Duke got put out too. I mean, with all the they got put out because of COVID, right? COVID. Yeah, they, but I yeah. mean, well, they weren't even in the tournament. They were. Yeah. So. I I don't know how to really. I don't know what to say about Duke because it it they weren't the best this year, yeah. and I mean, you know, a lot of people want to talk down or whatever it is, you know. You know how it is when a super team or a good team, you yeah. know, is is kind of losing its mm-hmm, losing mojo. Paper, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it happens, you know. True. And I just felt like this season it just was not for these teams. And, I mean, that's okay. Yeah. You know, but Duke has not been that great at all this season. I mean, they've been – they've had some good spurts. Um, can, I saw Coach K complaining a lot this year. He too, complained about a lot. COVID, um – just a lot of different. I've just seen him on the headlines complaining about a couple of things. Yeah, as far as COVID, but right. Um, yeah, they just they weren't the same. I mean, I really didn't hear much about like their star players either. Who is um who was it? I don't want to. I don't want to say I'm wrong. Is BJ Boston on on or, Kentucky? Okay, he's on Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm tripping. Okay, but yeah, yeah. So I haven't really heard much about like the the big players like that. Um, he crazy. just was. I mean, he was a freshman. You yeah. know, I I don't. I mean, I, I would be – I would feel some type of way if he declared for the draft this year because, like, I want people to understand it's nothing wrong with being a four-year player to yeah. develop. And and granted, when we talk about the draft, of course, I know it's very competitive on the men's side, but if you're not fundamentally or if you have not adjusted to yeah. what the college has – the college level has for you, then what makes you think – That you can make it to the – so And I mean – you know, because it's BJ Boston. Yeah, he yeah. may just declare if he hasn't already. I don't think he has. I haven't heard anything. Nah, he, but he might, I mean, I he to me he was a this year. I, I've seen a couple of games, um, and I'm not gonna say he's not a talented player, but he's a freshman. He's young. Yeah. Like he made a lot of different mistakes, just like everybody else. Right. And right. I feel like if you stay and you develop and you 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 gain that team rapport, I mean. It wouldn't kill you to stay another year. Yeah, uh, it's you know? crazy. I'm just literally thinking about all the, all the past like the draft classes and right. the players that have like made an impact instantly. I mm-hmm. mean, you got Lamelo. Um, I mean, of course he didn't do college, but he was playing with professionals. Right. You saw he was hooping. Exactly. Um, hopefully he's able to. Hopefully he's able to come back. But they said he may be out for the rest of the season. Um, you got Luca. Luca came in balling, but he was playing with grown, grown men. men when he was, he was like 16. Yeah, so, kid. Yeah. I mean, you're not gonna get that same. It's I mean, Anthony Edwards. He's had an up and down season, right? So, you he's know, still you can developing. See the difference, right? You can right. see the difference. So right. Man. So it's like either you sink or swim. You know, yeah, like right. exactly. You know, for Anthony Edwards, you know, yeah, he's 
he's been up and down, but you can see his potential yeah. and you can see what he brings to the Timberwolves. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I mean, they're not the greatest team, but he makes some type of impact. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if you, to me, I mean, you look at the four year players, people that have stayed for four years um, or three years or whatever, you can see the difference mm-hmm. in these yeah. players. I know yeah. you and I talked about uh, when we talk about DeAndre Hunter, he was a four year player. Yeah. And I mean, you he look at him now. Too. Yeah, I mean, he came into the league rookie season doing some things, came back off season, went hard, and now he's up to his game mm-hmm. even more, and he looks unstoppable. Right. So much more than you look at Cam Reddish, young Cam Reddish, who you know is having a hard time adjusting to the league, and it happens. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, they're young, they're athletes, you know. Um, but I don't know it's been an interesting year. Um, I've been following Michigan a lot. Um, shout out to Jawan Howard. Um, love what he's done with this program. Um, I mean, you see a lot of a lot of different stories, you know, a um, lot a lot of different stories. So it's a lot of underdogs too. A lot of underdogs. Uh, Loyola back in it. Uh, after yep. Took down Chicago, right? Oh yeah, that's that's crazy. Wow, yeah, that's crazy. I I was I think, shocked, and I think they said this was. It's been a minute, but they said it's four double-digit seeds in the uh, Sweet 16. Yeah. So that's, um, that's kind of unheard of yeah. when you hear about Sweet 16. Or yeah, yeah. So uh, Sweet 16 for the men and women starting back tomorrow, Saturday. Uh, this is pre-recorded. I'm start watching now. You should. I swear I'm gonna start watching. I mean, now. yeah, it's not like 50 billion games on at yeah, once. That's what you I'm know, saying. like it was kind of hard, to, and mm-hmm. it was like, all right, I'm on Twitter. I'm seeing everybody talk about this game, right? But I'm watching a whole different whole game. Different like, game. well, I'm just looking at it. Like, I'm not really legit watching it, but I'm just it's on my screen. So I'm like, dang, where where is the where is it? Where yeah. am I supposed to go? Yeah, ESPN, yeah, TNT. Where is it? Yeah, I mean, it's been everywhere. It's been everywhere. Um, going on over to the women's side, look, if you're not tapped into the women's yeah. side, talk your talk. Yo, it has been insane because I feel like this season for the women's side has been so special because everything has been up for grabs. Like you have your Yukons, you have your Louisvilles, um, you have your NC States, you have your Michigans, you have um, your freaking Iowas and your Yukons. But the thing about it is, is I want people to understand that all of these teams, we've seen all these teams in a regular season have upset losses, you know, to where it's like, yo, the tournament, you bring it or you go home. Yeah. You bring it or you go home. So, if you have not been tapped in, um, my favorite game so far is that Texas A&M-Iowa State game, which was crazy. Uh, Jordan Nixon, she uh, is a dog. She's from New York. She's just a sophomore at Texas A&M, and she's been leading the way for the Aggies. And um, she had a career 35-point game, and she made that shot at the buzzer. Crazy game. Crazy, crazy game. Crazy game. Um, a lot of teams that people didn't even expect to make it this far. Uh, Georgia women's basketball. Shout out to Joni Taylor for turning around that program. Um, I really hate that they're not in the Sweet 16, but they had an incredible year. Um, shout out to all those seniors that stayed from Jenna Stady, Q Morrison, uh, Gabby Conley, Maya Caldwell. Um, just an incredible team that Joni Taylor put together. And then uh, even Georgia Tech is in the Sweet 16 Tech. this year. Georgia Tech. Georgia Make Tech. some noise. That's right. I love to see a Georgia team. Oh, yeah. Bar. I really do. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Nell Fortner because she has literally came in and changed this program around. Um, and now these ladies are headed to the Sweet 16. Do you see them being South Carolina? 
I don't. Dang. But, you know, it's just levels to it. Yeah. I mean, Don Staley has built this program for years now, yeah. you know, and it's going to take some time, but uh who knows this it's just everything is yeah, up for grabs yeah, you never, yeah it looks like anything is possible anything is year. possible it really does anything is possible anything is possible do you think that has to do with the the atmosphere as far as like no fans or no no it's just it's just bad it's just good it's basketball, just basketball. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. everybody's so hungry to win because last year was cut short yeah True. And a so, lot of yeah. teams have dealt with so many ups and downs mm-hmm. from from COVID protocols to injuries. Um, of course, you you already know what we've dealt with this year, and I'll get into it um, in just a second. But I, I just think that this year everybody's just hungry because yeah. last year was just a year of unknown. Right. And you've seen the rise of a lot of these teams that uh, their seasons were cut short. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people got a chip on their shoulders from coaches to players and, and everything else behind that. Well, they was ready last year, boy. Mm-hmm. They was ready. Yep, yep. Now, I wanted to talk about, of course, the the talk that's been the talk for the past week and a half now with uh, the disparities between the NCAA women's and men's tournaments. And I'm sure everyone has seen and heard about it. Uh, the viral video with Oregon for Sedona Prince uh, exposing and showing the difference between the women's and men's tournaments. I got something to show y'all. So for the NCAA March Madness, the biggest tournament in college basketball for women, this is our weight room. Let me show y'all the men's weight room. Now, when pictures of our weight room got released versus the men's, the NCAA came out with a statement saying that it wasn't money, it was space that was a problem. Let me show y'all something else. Here's our practice court, right? And then here's that weight room. And then here's all this extra space. If you aren't upset about this problem, then you're a part of it. And I want people to understand that it's way deeper than the difference in the swag bags between the men's and women's. Uh, The clear an utter food difference between Mm -hmm. the women's and the men's or the weight room when you have a rack of dumbbells, but then you see the men have a full blown weight room, you know, and here's the thing, Malik, this has been going on for years. Yeah. True. Even when I was an athlete, I saw the difference between us and the men's program and you know, it's nothing new for us. And, you know, we've pushed through because we we love this sport and we've allowed society to tell us, well, because we're women, nobody really wants to watch us. Yeah. And so I want people to understand how hard these women have worked, especially after playing through a global pandemic, being isolated from your family and friends. You sacrificed your body, your health just to do what you love. Right. You've dealt with game cancellations. You dealt with injuries and not to forget the fight for social justice. You know how that can lead on someone yeah. mentally, True. you True. know, True. and you mean to tell me these women don't deserve half as much as the men, if not more, because they're women and they aren't as exciting to watch, which is bull crap because yeah. women's basketball is very, very exciting. Somebody get Shaq. Very good basketball. Please, get Shaq. Or the big excuse that everyone loves to use is revenue. It's bigger yeah, than money, all of those things. Money. It's bigger than all of those things. It's simply because they are women. And unfortunately, how cruel this world is to women at times, or if not all the time, it's sort of like they're justifying that women deserve to be treated like crap right. because a few losers don't find women's basketball exciting. If you hate women, just say that. So 
NCAA, it's time to make some very big changes. And it's been going on for far too long. And I'm so proud of these young women speaking out on this very important issue because women deserve better and we will get better and we will continue to fight for equality. Um, so that's my rant. And it's deeper than just accessories. It's deeper than just camera time, TV time. It's the fact that women deserve just as much as the men because they work just as hard as the men. I don't care about the whole, they're not exciting. If you're a true basketball fan, you're a true hooper, basketball is basketball. Yeah. But so many people want to disconnect or so many people want to be little women because their pride and their ego will not allow them to watch women's basketball or support women's sports. Then what kind of man are you for real? That's all I got to say. It's crazy. You would you would think that they would have learned after watching what the they did with the WNBA no. during the bubble, but no. it seemed like there was no lesson lesson learned or anything. Like it's a repeated just, it's cycle. Crazy. Yeah, I, it's a repeated cycle. We we voice our opinions. We we literally record everything. We yeah. see that you you see the difference. Everybody knows the difference. Then the next day they change it. Yeah. Or <sighs> okay, we'll talk about it. Everybody's yeah. gonna tweet about it. Everybody's gonna be outraged about it. And then boom, it's just gonna go under a little a little rug, and everybody's right. gonna forget about it. Right. That's that's the life of being a woman in sports. And it's got to change because there's no way you're going to tell me that women don't matter because we want to talk about revenue or because a couple keyboard warriors and losers who probably never picked up a basketball day in their life Nerds. won't respect women because they're women that play sports. Remember now, we live in a society where they feel as though it is wrong for women to even be involved in sports. They say, oh, you should just stick in the, stay in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. You should be focused on trying to build a family. Why? Why can't I play the sport that I love just like everybody else? Man, so you gotta do better. Yeah, it's, it's do better like, come on, put your board, pride aside. Literally, I, I can't stand when I meet somebody or a man that says, well, yeah, I don't really watch women's basketball like that. Okay. Why? Basketball is basketball. Mm -hmm. And if you got a problem with it, you ain't no real hooper. Period. Period. <laughs> Period, poo. But um, on to more Mar March Madness um, talk before we get out of this. Um, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's an exciting time. Um, it is. If, if it's you, a lot of madness for sure. A lot of it's madness. Crazy. A lot of madness going on. A lot of madness. A lot of madness. So who do you... Who do you see coming coming out at the end of the day? Who's who you got mm. in the men's and you got in the women's? I got Gonzaga for men. Okay, I've heard, I've heard a lot of Gonzaga. Gonzaga, yeah. Jalen Suggs is is wow. A lot of that. I've enjoyed that kid this season. For women, oh my god! I mean, oh yeah, whew. yeah. That that that's again that's the exciting part about women because you got Baylor. I do have Baylor okay. coming out of in one of my brackets. Uh, Baylor. You got South Carolina, you got UConn, you got Stanford, you got Texas A&M, Maryland, NC State, Louisville, Michigan. I mean, there's just so many it's good lot. teams. And I told you, it's just like with this, the, the women's game, it's just everything is up for grabs. It's not like years ago you could predict, you could, excuse me, you could predict that, oh, UConn got it. Yeah. Because we don't know. You're right. We don't know. <laughs> man, the world of the unknown. We don't That's what know. what sports is about, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's going to be exciting. Again, just follow along. Sweet 16 will start Saturday, March 27th. Again, this is pre recorded. So we will come back with another episode yep. with 
a couple our predictions. Um, but March is exciting as always because trade deadline. Whew. Trade stress. deadline. The stress. The stress. They had what sixteen trades um Thursday, <sighs> sixteen trades, um a lot of moving pieces, a lot. Yeah, I mean, people want to say like, oh, it's not as exciting as we thought, but it it was exciting for. I thought it was, it wasn't like, oh my god, like we won't get that. Oh my gosh, this is crazy until probably postseason. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, but. There were some good moves. It was a lot of suspense behind Cal Lowry to see what what's the fate for him in Toronto. Obviously, we all know that it's looking like it's going to be a postseason move for yeah, him. It's probably yeah. And you know because he talked to various different teams and he's like, well, I don't want to be a rental to anyone. You know, yeah. to where it's like you got me here and then you're going to trade me again um, at the end of the season. But yo, Houston Rockets, very disastrous year. <laughs> I am just so disappointed. What a franchise. Y'all gave away James Harden. For nothing. For nothing, basically. Nothing. Yeah. I mean. For nothing. You did the same thing with Oladipo. You traded him. Then you fumbled the opportunity to get Karis LeVert and Jerry and Allen Jared for Allen. Oladipo. A first round pick. And ended up with Avery Bradley and Kelly Olynyk. Kelly Olynyk. I, I don't. Olenek? I honestly do not Child. see them making it. I don't. I'm pretty sure Olynyk is going to play. I don't see Avery Bradley playing. Avery Bradley hasn't played the entire like this year. He played last year, yeah. but he didn't play this. He hasn't played. I haven't seen him this year, so he's hurt. Right. Olynyk was solid for Miami, but right. he was solid for a playoff team. I just don't see how Olynyk is going to like. No. It just doesn't make sense to me. Then you got – I know they were talking about trying to buy out John Wall. I don't know if that was a lie or not. I'm, it was, I'm pretty sure it was a lie. No, that would be stupid. Yeah, I mean, then you got I, – I, I don't know what, where this franchise is going. I really don't know where this franchise is going. Um, it's dumpster, dumpster fire. I mean – Yeah. And I hate that, again, a black coach is – Just about to say that, yeah. Has to endure all of this. Yeah. Um, especially from – Coach Silas' standpoint of just his background and what he's done, mm-hmm. you know, with the Mavs. And it is frustrating to just see how this is how Houston turned down. And honestly, I don't blame anybody who don't want to play football or basketball there because – or even baseball. Suck. Yeah. I mean, All of – dang, you right. I Astros, mean, Rockets. What is it? Tech, dang. What is it? Um, How do you not get Duncan Robinson or Tyler Hero? Yeah, no. How do you not get one of them? Listen, postseason, post postseason is the postseason trade. I mean, it's gonna be a very um, crucial time for the Rockets. You have to spend a lot of money to get this program uh, or this organization back on track. But who's gonna want to go there after that? Yo, they gotta like make a lot of moves. It's front office things. Front oh office. God. Really, all they got is Christian Wood. I mean, John Wall been hooping, but he been hurt so much this season. It's kind of hard to even to even like know where yeah what's gonna happen with him after the season. So yeah, yeah. I mean, what a franchise, man. Denver, I, I like the move. De- uh, Denver like made. Yeah. Um, Aaron Love Gordon, um, Javale McGee, Dang, pretty solid. McGee, I think McGee was on the um 
I swear he was on the Nuggets before, if I'm not mistaken. He, I, I might be tripping, but I feel like he's been on the Nuggets before. Mm. Um, but yeah, Aaron Gordon, he's still young. Yeah, he's uh, I think he's shooting like a career high from three this season. Yeah, so he's been. I think that's going to be a solid piece. He's yeah. really kind of like a younger Millsap, so they can move Millsap to the bench, put him starting. Um, one thing is. It's a lot of offense on that team. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of defense. Not a lot Jamal of defense. Jamal Murray don't play defense. No. Uh, Jokic is, nah, he don't play defense no. either. Uh, so, Michael Porter Jr. definitely does not play defense. Yeah. It's a wrap. <laughs> so, they'll be giving up about 140, 150 a night. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Right. I still like the move, though. Yeah. Defense won this game, so. Um, I was really excited for the Magic. Um, because they got yeah. a very young core coming young, in now. Yeah. They let, they got rid of all their veterans and just was like, let's just go so young. Just, yeah. I mean, you got R.J. Hampton, Wendell Carter Jr. Um, they got Fault still. Yep. Um, Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. Yeah, they got a nice uh, little young squad going. Um, what's uh? Oh, Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony. Yeah. Uh, who was it that just tore his ACL in the bubble? Uh, Isaac. Oh, yeah, uh, Isaac. Um. <clears throat> <laughs> I can't remember the kid name. <laughs> Anyways, you got Otto Porter Jr. coming in. So, yo, the Magic is Magic looking good. Magic's looking good. Give them a couple years. Everybody, don't don't start putting your bids in now. Give them a couple years to develop, and um, you know they're young, so they have to grow. Yeah. So definitely, this is a team to watch. Um, what do you think about, about that bull trade? Boy, that was good. Yeah, that was good. Again, another another trade where I think you know. Great offensive piece, mm-hmm. you know, putting up a lot of points every night. Right, defense just not going to be there. Vooch, I don't really see him as a defensive player, but offensively, he's one of the maybe all around mostly offensive, yeah, talented centers we got right now. Um, so yeah, and and Zach Levine said he's been waiting wanting to play for it, like with a center like that. So mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a nice one-two punch for sure. They're definitely trying to make a playoff push too. I'm. If I'm not mistaken, I mean, I think they may be there. I know they're not top eight. No, they're not in the eight right now. They're probably like nine, ten, or eleven. But yeah, like I like the way the Eastern Conference is looking. Like you can win one game, two and games, be, and, and you can be, be like up. in the fourth mm-hmm. seed, like that. I mean, look at the Hawks, what they yeah, did. So right. Um. Yeah, I, I like what the Bulls did. They're definitely trying to make a playoff push for sure. Yeah, and they are. Let me see. They are. Yep, they're nine right now in the yeah, east. So, so they'll definitely be in the play in. But facts. I think they'll I don't know, they got the Pacers in front of them, they got Boston in front of them. They'll probably stay around that nine, that yeah. nine, ten spot. I, I think I think the move that they that the Celtics made with Fournier was good because they right. do need I mean, I guess you can say they need more offense. Well, they need more players on the bench for they sure. Their bench is bad. Den- bench and they need depth. Yeah, they need depth. Yeah, the depth they is need bad. Depth. Yeah. So, and they need some type of consistency. Yeah. Somebody to be there to help them close out games. It's crazy. Um, I was talking to somebody and they were like, shoot, they should have got, they should have tried to get Kyle Lowry for Kimba because. And you know what? I, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. Um, even, even going back to the Oladipo trade, remember there were rumors and a lot of buzz about Oladipo going to Miami before yeah. he even right. ended yeah, up yeah, in yeah. Houston. That so, was last year in the bubble they was talking about. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, 
hey, I, I think that this is kind of like a trade deadline where it's just like we're just getting some people in some yeah. places, but we're not making any major, major moves right. yet until offseason. He still got the buyout. Still got Drummond got Drummond, bought out. Mm-hmm. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge got bought out. Yep. So yep. we'll see where they go. I mean, it's probably going to be the same three teams. Now, like what about um, Boogie Cousins? I haven't heard anything about Boog. Um, I think at this point, like, I don't know if he's like playable like okay that. like he's, he's i was okay. just wondering yeah he's okay but right i was wondering yeah. what what's the deal with him um yeah i mean some good pieces some good some good stuff moved um the heat definitely won though they absolutely. definitely won and it was because of the rockets alone yeah. they didn't give up anything anything in my opinion no and they kept their core intact they got victor they got the dude that wanted to come like he i'm I don't. I haven't heard. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about the Knicks? How we feel about the, the Knicks? Knicks? The Knicks have surprised me this year, okay. and I think the only reason they surprised me is because of the past couple seasons that they've yeah, had. Of so, course. But nah, like Julius Randle has been hooping. R.J. Barrett's been hooping. Everybody was trying to write R.J. Barrett off last yeah. year. He was a rookie. You know how they do. Yeah, they. You know how they do rookies though. They don't know basketball. I mean. Shoot, they got quickly's been doing like these dudes are hooping like so. I expect them to definitely be. I don't know what seat they are. They might be, maybe fifth yeah. or like around there. Yeah, so they'll definitely stay around there. Um, I like what they got going on. Then they got Derrick Rose still. I think he's hurt right now, so yeah, he'll probably be back soon. Got Taj Gibson. Um, some nice veterans and some nice young talent. Mm-hmm. That's a good match when you got it right there. I think that's something like. Well, that's kind of like what the Hawks got. Yeah. It's kind of like what the Hawks got. Yeah. Young and actually, players, veterans. Let's get into some Hawks talk since yeah. you brought that up because, um, of course, the Hawks traded Rondo um, to the Clippers for Lou Will. And I thought that this was a great move because I know that Lou Will and Montrezl Harrell were really good on that pick, like the pick and roll. That's what Lou Will mm-hmm. did really good on mm-hmm. that. And so when you got the Hawks, when you have young players like, you know, J.C., um, on that pick and roll, yeah, I think yeah. that that will be really good for Atlanta. Man, I am glad. I'm glad they kind of did something like that because, I mean, it's crazy because I just be looking at Hawks Twitter and I think it was the it was the Clippers game when they were up, you know, 22. Then you put Rondo in, the lead dwindles down, and yeah. everybody just blamed it on Rondo. But they were like, you know, Rondo needs to get traded. Rondo isn't doing anything. Rondo was a big part of that eight-game winning streak. Yes, in my was. In my honest yes, opinion, was. Rondo was a big part of that yes, eight-game winning streak. He wasn't – you're not going to get any, like, major offensive, like, things from him. But he can pass. That's that's his main – like, that's what he does. He knows how to set teammates up. So, you're not going to get much offensive from him. But, I mean, he was solid, in my opinion. Now, what game was that? Uh, it was I think it was a road game. I don't – was it the Kings? I can't remember what game it was, but Rondo literally changed the momentum of that game. It was the Kings game. It was yeah, Kings it was game. definitely the Kings okay. game. Yeah, because they yeah. were down. Yeah, it was the Kings game. He did that. Yeah. yeah. So definitely give Rondo his credit. Please. I mean, you know, he was unhealthy. Yeah. You know, battling injuries and stuff like that. But I do think that he came to Atlanta and did what he could. And um, I don't. And the Clippers need a point guard too. Absolutely. So it was Absolutely. I, honestly, in my in my honest opinion, it was a win win. It was. It was a win win. It was. It was. And then, of course, the Lou, the legacy of Lou Will, you know, being Lou. from Atlanta, 
changing the game, you know, uh, at one point he just said yesterday he was contemplating on retiring, yeah, you know, but hey, I mean, he may can just retire as a hawk, yeah, retire true. right here at home. Um, but I still think that he has a lot in his tank for bringing that veteran experience. Um, of course, even just being home, that could really just change so much for yeah. him. Um, so I'm excited. I mean, the Hawks, you know, despite losing what these past two games, right? Yeah, the past two games. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, it's gonna happen. But they yeah. were on a what nine game, nine, eight, nine game winning streak. Winning yeah. streak. Mm-hmm. I think it was nine games. They, they turned it around. Turned it, they around, turned it around tremendously. Sure. Now you're fourth in the East. Yeah. So, well, listen. I think they dropped the six. Yeah, they Did dropped they? the six. Yeah. Every everybody's like twenty two and twenty two or twenty three and twenty two. Um. They. Yes. Okay. They I'm win. sorry. If they win tonight, I think they'll probably move up. Maybe fifth or fourth. Well, game, they'll be. T- well, they'll be. T- well, it depends on what the Knicks. Yeah, what the do. Knicks. Yeah, what the Knicks do. They yeah. may be tied. Yeah. Well, actually, also with Chicago too. See What's everything, yo. This is exciting. This is going to be great. These last two months are going I mean, to be exciting. Why did I say Chicago? Charlotte. Sorry. Oh, yeah, Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte. Charlotte's been doing good. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, regardless of which, they're in, they're above nine. Yeah. You know. Um, so the Hawks have definitely turned it around. I love what Nate McMillan has done. Uh, he, he's doing some good things, yeah. man. Like, I, I think that this is probably the best thing for the Hawks because the players seem more comfortable. They yeah. seem like they yeah. can play their game. Um, he rotates very well, in my opinion, too. Yeah, and that's that's one thing that I will definitely be looking forward to seeing if they make the playoffs mm-hmm. because, you know, during the playoffs, they shorten the rotation to, like, yeah. eight, nine players. Literally – from player one to player fifteen, all come in can play yeah. on the Hawks. Yeah, so somebody's going to be mad. Somebody's yeah. going to be upset. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like if they make the playoffs, that bench is definitely going to be. You definitely got to put Gallo in there. You got to yeah. put Lou in there. Yeah. Um, I feel like he's going to start Bogdanovich eventually. Absolutely. Um, so maybe Herder, and then you got. I feel like I'm missing somebody. Maybe Dunn. I don't know. Who Maybe. knows? Who, oh no, Snell. No, Snell. Snell. I was Snell. About to say Snell. Snell. Definitely Snell. Snell yeah. So the, well, but he's in the season of starting lineup though now. Yeah, right? he is. Yeah. But I'm sure Hunter when Hunter gets oh, back absolutely. to full time. So, okay, yeah. yeah Snell, so he's gonna move. Sure. He's gonna move out. For so sure. it's definitely gonna be. It's most likely it has to be Snell, um, Lou Gallo, and I just missed the other dude. Oh, Bogey. um, Bogey. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Bogey's starting to get back comfortable. Yeah, he is. He's he knocking is. down some some shots that really needs to be knocked down. Yeah. So, yo, I'm enjoying this team. I really am. Um, they are turning it around. Um, so, look, hey, Hawks going on up. They had Finally they just had to make a couple couple moves, dog. a couple of business decisions before they could get back to, um, you know, the team that that had the best trade deadline i still think they had the best um off-season trade deadline um oh one last thing is john collins a hawk next season i wholeheartedly believe so okay look you're flipping you've been flip-flopping with this a lot though we have but you gotta pay that man yeah you have to especially what he's been doing recently. he's been doing it and i mean yeah despite whatever people want to say you know even taking it back last year from the 25-game suspension, he came back, and him and Trey Young was the top scorers. They were going crazy. They were you going know, crazy. so 
I, I just I don't agree with I've never agreed with them getting him out of here, you know, and um, I mean, if you do. It's gotta be a damn good player. That's what I'm saying. To come who in and are fill you, some shoes. Who are you going to? Who are you gonna bring in besides John? I mean, except like to replace him. That's going to be like mm-hmm. better than John. I don't really see anybody on the market it. right now. I don't see it. So you see, they tried to create a storyline between you know him and Trey Beeson, yeah. and I mean, look at look at that because yeah. chemistry can you can never lie about chemistry. Never. You never. can never lie about chemistry, and they have that chemistry out there on the floor. Period. I like it. So I think I think I think he'll I think they'll resign him for sure. Yeah. I think they'll resign Absolutely. him. And if they I mean, they'll probably resign him, but at the end of the day, if they don't want him, they're probably gonna be like at the we don't wanna just lose him for nothing. Right. So they'll probably sign him, then trade him somewhere for something else. It it I mean, they'll try to do one of those things. But pay that man. Pay that pay man. That man. <laughs> All right, Malik, go ahead, take oh, it away. Oh man. NFL. Now we want to talk about the NBA trades. Whew. I was at work, Nia. Just doing my work. <laughs> and I saw the Dolphins traded the third pick to San Francisco. Isn't that crazy? That was insane. But I honestly feel like so of course the draft talks have been ramping up. Yeah. And then you already know who's going number one. Trevor Lawrence going number one for sure. What was really holding everything up is number two. It's mm. the Jets. Nobody knows what the Jets are really going to do because they got Sam Darnold. And everybody's like, okay, Sam Darnold's going to be the starter. Sam Darnold's going to stay with the Jets. Right. But Sam Darnold has not looked good since being in the NFL. Mm. I remember, I know you remember that one time he said he was seeing ghosts on the field. Mm. No NFL quarterback should be saying that, that he saw ghosts on the field. Oof. Questionable. Lord. So, but other people think they're going to take a quarterback. So, of course, the quarterback now is Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson has. Yeah. risen his draft stock i remember she, he was like the fourth best quarterback now he's literally right. the second best quarterback um so i'm i i in my honest opinion i think they're gonna go zach wilson so second now another thing nobody knew what the dolphins were gonna do they already got to a right they got they actually have a nice nice little team going they got a good defense nice little offensive weapons so nobody knew now you got san francisco there yeah and it's like, do you want to get rid of Jimmy or they're do you want to go for a quarterback? They're going to keep they're him. They're keeping Jimmy. But they, I think they're going to go quarterback. Mm. They're going to go quarterback. And it's crazy. I was listening to Chris Sims and somebody else talk about this on the radio. And they were like, they might just get Mac Jones. Ooh. Mac Jones is maybe the fifth or sixth best quarterback in this draft. Wow. So... But they were like, Kyle Shanahan is known for, like, getting a player that he likes. No matter if it's the best quarterback on the court, I mean, on the field or whatnot, he's going to get who fits his system. And apparently, Mac Jones fits his system. I don't think you draft – I don't think you trade up to three to get Mac Jones. Mm. I just don't see it. Because I think they had the 12th pick. They had the 12th pick. They traded it. And I think he still would have been there at 12, in my honest opinion. So, that's kind of crazy. So then maybe 15 minutes later, the Dolphins traded up to the number six pick and traded with Philly. So Philly has the 12th pick now. Crazy. So Miami was Miami's doing some things right now. Yeah. I don't know what Miami's going to do still. I didn't know what they were going to do with third pick. I don't know what they're going to do with the sixth pick. But I just want to know what the Falcons are going to do. 
Yes. That's all I'm at. I'm really dun, dun, interested dun. in knowing what the Falcons are going to do. Dun, dun, dun. Because you know they restructured restructured Matt Ryan's contract last yep. week. Yep. So it's a definite that he's going to be here until his contract runs up. Exactly. Why would they – well, apparently they said they did it because they need to free up cap space because they're – they don't have any right. space. You saw, you see the players they're drafting. I mean, they're signing this um, off season, so you don't know if they're gonna go quarterback. They might go tight end. They might go offensive lineman. Nobody knows what they're gonna do. I don't know what they're gonna do. I didn't know what they were gonna do last year. Quarterback. I think it's time for a quarterback. It is. It's time for a quarterback it, for sure. Yeah, like you don't want to wait until it's too late. And then exactly, cause you don't have anybody to really fill those shoes of Matt Ryan. Get, yeah, who knows if they're going to get the fourth pick again. Like, this yeah, is no. the only opportunity they have to get a game changer. Yeah. And, I mean, if we being honest, we don't know if Justin Fields is the game changer. Mm-hmm. We don't know if um, – dang, I forget his name so quick. Um, I forgot other dude's name. But I just don't think – if your name is not Trevor Lawrence – or or Zach Wilson, it's kind of hard to even even see what what the Falcons are going to do. Well, they don't really have a choice at this point. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, get them right, get them right. So uh, we'll see, what, April 29th? April 29th. We will see. Man. Whew. Oh, yeah, one more thing. The Bucks. the Bucks are trying to win again. Yeah. They re-signed the whole team. Yeah. They re-signed. Brady, Gronk, Shaq Barrett, they franchise tag Godwin, yep. resign Levante David, yep. Sue, and they just resign Fournette. Yeah. So it's running back season for real. Yeah. It's running back season. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what's Bullies. going on. Yeah. <laughs> nah, for real. Bullies Straight for real. bully ball. <laughs> so this NFL season is going to be interesting. I'm Absolutely. really excited to see. It's a lot of different things going on. So <sighs> here we go. Can't wait. Bye, up then. April All 29th. Right. All right, y'all. You got to be kidding me. It's coming up next. We got some crazy things to talk about. Uh, Let's get it. All right, guys. We are back with You Got to Be Kidding Me. This is truly You Got to Be Kidding Me. Yeah, no. Truly. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, let's let's start with the topic of the week. Um, (sighs) Never heard of this guy until, uh, of course, what was it this week? All these weeks seem alike. It was this week. Or was it last week when he got exposed? It was this week. It was this week? Okay. Maybe like Monday, Tuesday. Okay. So I'd never heard of this guy, Derek Jackson. Apparently he's some type of relationship guru or something like that. And if you have not heard or seen this story, well, I need you to read up on it because this guy um, called out a pastor, a very well-known pastor for uh, cheating on his wife. I don't know how it got to the point it got flipped back to Derek Jackson, but uh Moral story is came out that he's been cheating on his wife yeah. for years now. And this story is actually much deeper than people think, you know, because this guy is a psychopath. Oh, this girl right here, my wife, you talking about my wife inside, inside my house that I paid for, not her bitch ass daddy nigga. He's sick. Yes, both of them. Both of them are very but insane. he's the reason why she this this may have added to her trauma. Yeah, you see a bonnet. I see the helmet of salvation. You see an army green shirt. I see the breastplate of righteousness. Imagine being married to somebody. You've been with somebody since college. Yeah, 
go ahead after college and get married. You have kids with this person. You've literally have shared a legacy with someone and they don't even respect you yeah. enough. Um, the audacity for you to get on camera every single day and talk about other people's relationships or give advice when your relationship is dumpster fire. It's terrible. Really it's toxic. Um, and yo, listen, choose what kind of information you take in because you know, we can glorify these relationships, these YouTube couples or these celebrity people, but you really don't know what goes on behind closed doors. And I think that this, Situation is a prime example of you don't know what goes on behind closed doors because if you look at the wife's Instagram, the wife is pretty much airing out everything. I've sent it to yeah. you. I've it's yeah. it's some really sad and sickening going stuff. On last month, yeah. And you know she was just talking about how she has pretty much stalked the women that he has been having an affair with to the point that she is obsessed with these women and and she's she's literally degrading herself she's degrading herself at the same time she has tried her hardest to fit that um fit the preference that her husband obviously has cheated on her with i mean she's seen the sex tapes for god's sakes malik the sex tapes she studied the sex tapes to please this man that that she calls her husband that is some Uh, scary sick stuff uh, uh, uh. there's a lot to unpack here it's a lot lot. wow i understand that part is very it's very traumatizing but i think what really kind of got to me was the whole when they made the video Mm. and they started talking about god and it the whole i'm really people i'm truly trying to be on like a little like i'm on a spiritual journey right now so i'm learning different things every day or whatnot i'm reading my bible every day so i'm I'm learning new things so when you at this at some point it seemed like he was blaming god for for what he was doing and every like 30 seconds it was god's been with us god's doing this god's doing that uh why didn't why didn't he plan to seek god before all marriage. of this was going on why are you why are you trying to seek god now you know you messed up now i mean i, I get it and i get it like when you mess up when you do bad things you know you gonna have to get on your knees and the you have to pray for a minute manipulation but as soon as temptation rolls into your head into both of your heads you should have seek god then yeah you should not have let it get got that far well, here's the thing. It, it shows how much he loves and values his wife, period. Because if you really loved her, if you really cared about your true. family, then you wouldn't have degraded her the way. Very and true. I mean, he's making a mockery yeah. of his wife's pain. Yeah. Um, if you've seen the comments, you've seen him kind of like mimicking and mocking what people are saying, like blink twice if, you, if you're trying to get out, sis, or... Even him making a reaction video talking in third to person. his own video of him. Third person. Malik, you got to be a different type of person. If you're going to sit here and tell me we about to make a video of why I cheated on you. You got me in, in the camera looking 
crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mean, know if it was a bonnet or a hat. I still don't know. I don't. She really said care. it's the salvation, the helmet yeah, she, of salvation. Yeah, 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 man. She's she's lost it. Yeah, she's just, tapped. She's tapped out. She has. Bro. She's done. She has, and I, I really, really hope that her family members or somebody who was close to her has stepped in. Obviously, sis has literally given her life to this man. I don't. I haven't seen any any girlfriends on her social media. Yeah. Um. You know, he's got her mind so manipulated and so messed up to where it's like, you know, when when you see a person who's kind of changed their life and given their life to Christ and, you know, now it's just God is God is uh-huh. this. God is that. God is this. God is that. Which is fine. That's cool. That's, That's great. great. I'm so glad that you have God in your life. But let's let's know the difference between Christ and practicing what God has in place for yeah, us yeah. than manipulation. Yeah. And what I see is manipulation. I see a lot of, um, she's a victim of abuse. Yeah. Imagine yeah. just, I'm sure in college he was doing the same thing. I'm, I, I feel like this is nothing new. It's just now it's like, it's really, really getting to that point because this man has a platform and he's constantly embarrassing his wife. You're outside making videos about relationship advice, but you're outside of your mistress home. You're out of your relationship, bro. That joint is crazy. to me. It's crazy. Cause I, I don't know if this, cause I, I didn't hear about the pastor thing, honestly, um, until you said something, but I was looking at a YouTube video. I guess it's this lady that has like a talk show. And one of the girls that he was, I guess, messing around with or trying to mess around with had came on her show. Who, Derek or the pastor? The Derek, Derek, okay. Derek. She came on and started talking about Derek basically and saying like he was messaging her on Snapchat. Um, and basically he was saying like um, he's like emotionally burnt out from his relationship with his wife or whatnot and the girl was like are you like are you still you know talking to your wife and he was he i think she said after like a minute he blocked her on snapchat deleted his snapchat blocked her on instagram or whatnot so that was already a red flag bro like that that's that's some insane stuff like i never understood why do men i mean i mean women women cheat men women cheat i just don't understand why do you put yourself through that much stress to do that? that like, person. do you understand how how stressful it? Like, even thinking about it is like, okay, I gotta hide this. I gotta hide this. Like, I can't do this. Or like, it's stressful. Why put yourself through all of this to cheat? Yeah, just leave. leave. Just leave. Just leave. Just leave. Figure it out later. But just leave. You know, and you done let it get so far to the point you've married this woman now married and you her. have kids uh, with her. Uh, uh, uh. She despises her in the paragraph from what I got from when I was reading one of the captions on her photos is that she does not necessarily despises her daughters, but she cannot look at her daughter the same because her daughter's dark skin. Imagine you inflicting that much pain on your wife because you've only slept with darker tone women now your wife has some type of resentment towards your child your own daughter come on now that is yeah insane it's funny i was talking to my therapist about it she said well i guess therapists all i guess she said they all have like this meeting on like each each week and she was like they were talking about it she was like 
they think it's propaganda like some mm-hmm. of it's propaganda oh yeah and she also said that she would not take the dude like she would if, if like if he called her to for help she wouldn't take it no <laughs> she would not take it no she said she, she'd probably she, she'd help the, the lady for sure but he's a narcissist not, yeah he's a narcissist yeah. like, he's a narcissist and narcissists don't do well with therapists yeah that's just what I get for somebody who's been able to get away with so much for so long. And he knows that his wife is going to stay around mm-hmm. because he's able to manipulate her and he knows her weak points. I mean, you've been with her for years now and you guys are familiar with one another. You know, it's very sad. So definitely prayers to the wife. And of course, those kids that have to yeah, go through that. this, yeah. you know, it's just awful. It's very, very awful. Malik. So. It's crazy. I just literally saw this come into the studio. Yeah. Um. So Lil Nas X and I, I don't know the other company, but they're Nike shoes or whatnot. Um. They're Satan. They came out with Satan shoes. Came out with Satan shoes. They have the uh. The Bible verse mm. Luke ten forty. Mm. I if, I think it's like Luke ten or something forty eight saying something. I guess it says something along the lines of uh. And that's when I saw Satan or something like Oof. that. Um, I guess they came out with them because it's Air Max Day. They are Air Maxes, but that's insane. They have and they're like a thousand plus dollars. They're a thousand dollars. They're they're selling six hundred and sixty six of them. Ooh. Yeah, real real demonic like. Yeah, it's giving me demonic vibes. Yeah, real demon vibes. Yeah, um, that ain't it. Why and why Lil Don's X? The whole bo- the box has Satan on it. <gasps> no. Yeah, the box has Satan on it. Yeah. You open the box, Satan is looking dead at you. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Um, Don't buy them shoes, y'all. Don't buy them. Well, if you're spending $1,000 on shoes with with Satan on them, listen, then that, that just. Listen, shoe culture been different recently, so I would not be surprised. Oh, my God. That's scary. Yeah, it is. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have that around my house at all. And it's funny because just a couple of days ago, I got something in the mail. Um, it was like I opened it. It was like four different things in there. I opened the first thing. It was literally a picture of God, like with his eyes closed, and it's supposed to be a a praying mat or something, a prayer rug. Yeah, I know. And basically, it was like. You're supposed to pray on this rug, and after you pray on the rug, no, you're supposed to look at the picture first, stare at it, and they said Jesus is gonna open his eyes, open the eye, open his eyes and look at you. I wasn't doing that. Then they said pray over the rug. You're supposed to get many blessings. I didn't do that either. What I did was I put all the sheets back in the envelope. I tore my address off the off the paper and I threw it in the trash. Yeah, I ain't with that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I'm not with that. I don't play by my God. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. At first, I thought, oh, man, this is a sign. Oof. Yeah, a sign for me to, yeah, nah. I ain't with Oof. that. I ain't with that. Yeah. Y'all stop playing with God, man. Please, Please stop playing with God. Like, why? Please stop playing. Satan shoes? Yeah. Yeah. And they're only selling, I don't even want to say the, I don't even want to repeat Yeah, number, right. But, yeah, like. yeah, yeah. yeah. I just want to know red and black. How, how is the concept? How's the creative meetings in this? Like, okay, guys, we're gonna make a shoe about Satan. This is gonna blow their minds. <laughs> Ooh, that is so scary. They're not gonna see this one coming, guys. I promise you. Yo, very scary. Very Satan scary. shoes. <laughs> very scary. Ooh. 
But that's all for You Gotta Be Kidding Me. As you can see, you really gotta be kidding me. You really kidding me at this point, <laughs> We're about to wrap this episode up. Wrap it up. <laughs> all right, guys, that is it for episode 28. We appreciate you making it this far into the episode. Yes, we hope you guys have enjoyed. Yes, hope so. so we yeah. talked about some good stuff. Yeah. Birthday next week. Yeah. What's up? What? What's? 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 What you gonna do? I don't know. What you gonna do? I haven't gotten that far. I'm very last minute every year when it comes to my birthday. Of course, last year I didn't have one. I was hoping to travel this year because uh, the plan was to travel for my 24th and 25th birthday. So I guess we gotta push that back now. So 25th birthday, hopefully we'll be traveling and out the country. But this year, I'm gonna keep it simple. Probably birthday dinner. Have you know people that I really care and love about. I mean love. Something about love. Um, you know, birthday dinner. Do some cele- celebrating and you know maybe some brunch over the weekend. Have a good time. Uh, let my hair down a little bit and <laughs> go crazy. <laughs> go crazy. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> And Are you a mimosa person? I am. Oh, I am man. a major, major mimosa person. Like I'm not a big alcohol person, but mimosas <laughs> is what can do it for me. What's your fa- What's your favorite kind of wine? Um, it is a, it is a, Carlos something. But I love sweet Carlo red. Carlos something. It's like in a big old jug. Like the three liter. Yeah. I know yeah. About sweet red. Yeah, I, I love sweet red wine. I love all sweet wine. Um, I'm not really a dry wine person. What about you? I don't like dry wine either. Why? I, I was crazy. I was with some of my old coworkers last week, and they were like so like going crazy over dry wine. I was like, it's dry. It's like, disgusting. <laughs> it is so sick. Like if it's not sweet, I can't do it. I I've always been that type of person, even with just like alcohol. Period. If yeah. it's not sweet, like yeah. margaritas or something, I'm not drinking. Yeah. I just can't. My tolerance level is just. My taste buds and my tolerance levels is nah. I like uh, Stella Rosa though. Stella Rosa. Stella's um, cute. Moscato. I like Moscato. Yeah. Stella's great. People will, you know, drag you because they'll say it's juice, but yeah, you know, whatever. Whatever juice or whatever. Yeah, it hit. (laughs) It's good for me. Shoot, my little tolerance level. But anyways, y'all, that is episode 28. Thanks for tuning in with us. You guys already know the drill. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at InTheClutchPod. Tweet us, talk to us, comment. We need, you know, we Please. just, we're growing each and every day. Shout out to our editors, Ricky and Sydney for yes. doing some amazing, amazing content Don't for us. Um, so, yeah, that's episode 28. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nia on air. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Malik ATL. And we will see you guys next time. See you guys. We out.